0: Welcome to the Prophecy Forum podcast with Pastor Larry Cockerham, bringing you the latest in current events as they relate to Bible prophecy. Listen in, as these are not your normal studies from the Old and New Testament scriptures. All right, this is Brother Larry Cockerham coming to you from Prophecy Forum, and tonight we'll be looking at some headlines from a biblical perspective. I guess uh, the elephant in the room this week is uh, the death of Qasem Soleimani, the terrorist Iranian military general, and uh, the ramifications that we're seeing from uh, this situation. Uh, I believe it was David Petraeus. He said, it's impossible to overstate the significance of Soleimani's strike. And Of course, we know that Iran uh, is part of that threesome, Russia, Turkey. And Iran that one day will come against Israel uh, in the latter years and latter days there on the mountains of Israel. And so we find all these different uh, groups are amassing there on the border of Israel, even as we speak. Uh, Several other headlines we want to look at tonight. One of these has to do with the decline of our Christian uh, churches. Uh, This particular headline, uh, it reads, churches closing and mosque opening uh, in the United States. Uh, This particular individual, Julio Severo, he states that more than 70% of US citizens claim to be Christian. Uh, Even so, 6,000 to 10,000 churches die each year in America, and that number is growing. On the other hand, uh, mosques are increasing. And so he asked the question, why are churches closing and mosques opening? Well, just a little bit of information he gives uh, has to do with demographics. It seems like our population is decreasing in our families. In other words, when I was at many of the churches, and uh, it seemed that uh, most of the older families, most of the older parents uh, had six, seven, or eight siblings in their family. Uh, but their children only have one or two. So it takes more families uh, to grow a church uh, than it did 30, 40 years ago. Uh, and you have to take in consideration also that most of our older population is passing away. Those in the 60s, 70s, and 80s are uh, fast uh, moving on. And so therefore we find our churches are, are continually decreasing, not only due to a decrease in uh, the number of families uh, and the older population passing away, but also the culture itself. I know I just read an article here a few days ago that uh, I believe it was, I'm thinking it's 18 to 25-year-olds had decreased going to church uh, the most in their history. So we're seeing uh, also a societal uh, problem as well. Another headline tonight I wanted to look at is the rise of lawlessness or the reign of lawlessness. I actually wrote an article uh, several years ago about the rise of lawlessness. This one is by Hal Lindsey, and he talks about the president of Mexico, López Obrador. He's talking about this war with the uh, drug lords, this uh, El Chapo, his son, was released from uh, jail and uh, he's decided that uh, it's no longer about force or confrontation. In other words, uh, the Mexican president, he's changed his tactics uh, concerning uh, the lawlessness that is abounding in our country. Uh, There in England, London, England, there a few days ago, a particular individual by the name of Usman Khan, stabbed five people, killing two. Two of these were workers that knew Usman Khan. Uh, Saskia Jones, 23, and Jack Merritt, 25, were volunteers with this group called Learning uh, Together. And the director of the institute uh, said that Jack Merritt advocated for a politics uh, of love. And so when we go on to Chicago, we find that uh, they have changed their way of dealing with felonies. It says shoplifters would no longer be charged with a felony if they stole under $1,000 worth of merchandise or if they were juveniles. Also in California, they changed the law a year and a half ago where any theft below $950 would only be... Can only be charged as a misdemeanor. Then, also in the Boston area, I believe it was Richard Rachel Rollins serves as the district attorney for Suffolk County, Massachusetts. The county includes Boston, and she was elected promising not to prosecute uh, certain crimes. And so, these crimes uh, include a theft of personal property under. $250, $250, disorderly conduct, and a host of other crimes. So, this lawlessness is ultimately leading to anarchy, which ultimately will lead to a loss of all of our freedoms. This article I wrote back years ago, uh, it talks about the rioting back years ago, but the revelation of lawlessness there in Matthew uh, 24. And the NIV says, because of the increase of wickedness, the love of most will grow cold. Now, it goes on to say here concerning the restrainer of lawlessness. Paul says that uh, the secret power of lawlessness is already at work, but the one who now holds it back will continue to do so till he be taken out of the way. And then the lawless one the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord Jesus will overthrow with the breath of his mouth and destroy by the splendor of his coming. That's in Second Thessalonians 2, 7 and 8. Now, who is this restrainer? Well, many say, well, it could be the government, could be Satan, uh, but the restrainer, the one who hinders, most theologians believe it's none other than the Holy Spirit who will be taken out at the rapture uh, of the church. So this final reality will result in the man of lawlessness who will be revealed, who is none other than the beast or the antichrist, uh, who the final result will be the spirit of iniquity or lawlessness, who will produce a false Christ, who will rule over a false kingdom. And then last of all, and this is one that's really Really weird. Uh, Seems like we can get a coloring book at uh, various retailers uh, concerning coloring books for children that uh, support demonism. This headline says, Exorcist Condemned Children's Book on Summoning Demons. The International Association of Exorcists has issued a statement warning parents of the dangers of a 2019 children's book that gives instructions on how to summon up demons. This book, Targeting Children Ages 5 to 10 by Aaron Layton, an illustrator and fan of occult practices, invites children to summon demons as a way of dealing with a lot of their problems, like unpleasant chores, homework, and getting rid of bullies. He says summoning demons, or they say, Summoning demons has never been so fun, (laughs) it proposes. And it goes on to say, the priest uh, notes that Leighton teaches children to summon demons by drawing the demonic seal or sigil that represents them. Thus the children reproduce symbols very similar to those featured in the Grimoire's Manuals of Magic Spells that teach with meticulous detail the procedures necessary to contact evil spirits. According to Father Mamonte, the book forms part of a broader trend to propose Satanism as a normal alternative to other religions, deserving of the same respect uh, and freedoms. Well, those are the headlines. I noticed several years ago that movies, episodes of television, Even children's cartoons were beginning to focus more and more on the paranormal, on the supernatural. Uh, Your ghostbusters uh, and those that are constantly out uh, trying to summon some sort of uh, ghost, uh, not understanding the fact that there are supernatural, paranormal, demonic entities in this world, we find seems to be commonplace and becoming more so. Uh, in our era that we're living in the last hours uh, of the church age and so we're going to finish up this first segment and uh, we'll come right back uh, with a second segment concerning the parable of the fig tree so we're going to do a light overview of this study uh, before we close tonight so stick with us we'll be right back In our second segment of our Prophecy Forum podcast, and we'll be looking at some uh, studies tonight. This one is about the parable of the fig tree. There in Matthew 24, uh, verses 31 through uh, verse 34, Jesus says, Now learn a parable of the fig tree, uh, when his branch branches yet tender, and put a floor of leaves You know that summer is nigh. Likewise, when you see all these things, know that it is near even at the doors. Likewise, uh, verily I say unto you, this generation shall not pass till all these things be fulfilled. Now, many uh, Bible scholars, Bible students believe that uh, we are the generation that's going to see it all come together. And I believe that myself. And uh, it's hard to look around and not believe that we're in the last hours of this church age. Now, this particular parable uh, indicates or symbolizes Israel as a fig tree. If you go back to Hosea 9 and uh, Joel, chapter 1, verse 7, uh, we find the symbol of the fig tree, Israel as the fig tree, there in the Old Testament. Uh, So we see that we're the only generation that has seen Israel uh, come back in their land. Here in Ezekiel 36, uh, 24, Ezekiel tells us, For I will take you from among the heathen, gather you out of all countries, and will bring you into your own land. And so we find this happened. Israel became a nation in one day, uh, May the 14th, nineteen. 48, just two years before I was born. And so Israel's back in their land. But not only that, in Luke 21, 24, it said that Jerusalem would be trodden down to the Gentiles until the times of the Gentiles be fulfilled. That's over there in Luke 21. And so we find since 70 AD, Jerusalem has passed from one Gentile ruler to another. In 70 AD, the Romans captured Jerusalem. 614, the Persians, in 637, Caleb Omar, and 1099, the Crusaders, and 1187, Saladin, uh, 1250, the Egyptian Mamelutes, 1517, the Turks, and in 1917, the British, and in 1967, June the 5th through the 10th, the Six-Day War, the Jews captured Jerusalem, first time since 597 BC. We're the only generation that's seen that happen since Israel, the great diaspora, after the Romans in 70 AD dispersed the Jewish people from their homeland. Well, we're the only generation that's seen the formation of the Ten Nation Federation there in Europe in 1957. It began, well, actually, yes, formation of the Ten Nations in 1950. 7, uh, begin coming together. And then in Daniel two forty four it says, In the days of these kings shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom which shall never be destroyed. Notice it says, In the days of these kings. It's always, always kind of stood out uh, in my mind. And so we find that uh, Daniel, there in Daniel 2 and Daniel 7, he gave us the history Uh, from his time until the return of Christ, Uh, from the Babylonian Empire, the Medo-Persian, the Grecian, the Roman, and ultimately the revived Roman Empire uh, would come back into power in the last days, which tells us that one day America will have to decline as a superpower, and the Roman Empire will come forth uh, as that last beast of the uh, empires before the Lord's return. So we're the only generation that's seen that come together. And then also, we're the only generation that's seen Russia and China emerge as great superpowers. Uh, There in Ezekiel 38 and 39, we see Gog and Magog, the coming invasion of Russia on the mountains of Israel. We see uh, today Iran and uh, Turkey as well as uh, Russia, there in Syria, there on the borders of Israel. And so we many, many uh, Bible students believe this time is getting very close. The day of the Lord, the seven-year tribulation, uh, is right around the corner. China's 200 million-man army, there in Revelation, uh, one day will cross the Euphrates River and enter into the... Uh, fray there at the Battle of Armageddon. And also where the generation that's seen the signs of Matthew 24 and Luke 21. Two things I always remind people of. Number one is the 70 weeks of Daniel. I don't think you will really ever understand Bible prophecy apart from the 70 weeks of Daniel. Uh, it's just something about that that uh, uh, gives you the chronology of the whole age. Uh, at least uh, to the Lord's return. And then the next big uh, sign or the next big word is convergence. I saw a movie not too long ago about the convergence, the signs. And uh, it's talking about all of the things that's coming together in these last days. Jesus talked about uh, false Christ. Uh, He talked about uh, famines, earthquakes in diverse places, Uh, signs in the sun, moon, and stars. We're seeing, I read just an article this past week about the fact that uh, extinct earthquakes, I mean, excuse me, uh, volcanoes are coming back to life in many parts of the world today. Uh, we're seeing all sorts of uh, different uh, signs, such as mass uh, animal extinctions. Just look at these fires that's going on down in Australia. You know, one day the Bible says in Revelation that one-third of all green grass will be burned up. I believe we're seeing just the beginnings of some of this uh, in our era. So we are the generation that's are seeing all these signs, Matthew 24, Luke 21, Mark Mark 13, all these signs are coming together in our generation. Listen, we're the generation that's seen major advancements in technology and science. Daniel 12:4 says, "But thou, Daniel, shut up the words and seal the book even to the time of the end; many shall run to and fro and knowledge shall be increased." Daniel 12:4. I've read many articles about knowledge being increased exponentially in our generation. Seems about the time you learn something, it's out of date. And uh, that last uh, cell phone or computer you bought, uh, same way. You had to buy another one. Listen, we're the only generation that's seen the nuclear age. Uh, Matthew twenty four twenty two says, Except those days should be shortened, there should be no flesh be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days shall be shortened. We're the only generation that's seen the nuclear age. And listen, because of GPS, I read an article just uh, yesterday uh, that uh, a nuclear warhead, it's not going to miss by much, maybe a few feet, because of the satellite technology, which is uh, something else that we've seen in our age. The satellite age. Over there in Revelation 11, the two witnesses, the whole world sees them uh, uh, killed there in Jerusalem. How is that possible, apart from uh, satellite TV? And so we're the only generation uh, that's seen the satellite age and the computer age, the age of uh, the AI technology that is uh, coming upon us. Revelation 13, the mark of the beast. All these things are coming about uh, during our generation. And so I believe we're going to see it all come together. And uh, I'm ready. I don't know about you, but I believe we're the generation uh, that's going to see it all come together. And friends, let me tell you what, I'm looking forward to that day. The blessed hope. I hope you're ready. I know you are. All right, I want to finish up tonight uh, thanking Amy Van Gerpen. Let's see, Amy Van Gerpen, that's right, for sharing these headlines. She has some great headlines over at her website at www.TrackingBibleProphecy.org. She's got some great articles on Bible prophecy and world events. and uh, We hope you enjoyed our program uh, from our podcast here at Prophecy Forum want you to visit our site at www.prophecyforum.com. If you've got questions or comments about the program, just send us an email at podcast at prophecyforum.com or give us a call at 601-980-1560. And as I always say, uh, God bless you and keep looking up. Thank you for listening to the Prophecy Forum Podcast with Pastor Larry Cockerham.